Welcome to another episode of Perspectives by Women in Securities Finance. My name is Sonia Navas, and I am your host for today's podcast. I'm an executive director with J.P. Morgan's agency securities lending business based out of New York, and I am an actively engaged member of Women in Securities Finance. Today, we will be discussing the importance of male allies in our careers. We are fortunate to have Peter Bussler, one of our many male allies of Women in Securities Finance, join us for today's podcast. Peter is responsible for business development at ESEC Lending. Welcome, Peter, and thank you for joining me today. Hi, Sonia. How's it going? Everything's going great. What started like a really cloudy day here in Long Island, New York, is turning into a beautiful day, and it's Friday, so couldn't be any better. (laughs) Yeah, and everyone's getting vaccinated. I feel like things are looking up. I actually met with my boss yesterday for a beer, which was the first time I'd seen him in over a year, so that was exciting. Things feel like they're getting back to normal. Or hopefully. Yeah, I agree. We actually will be, my team specifically, the relationship management team will all be returning to the office next week. So that'll be a first because we've been rotating in the past couple of months. So yeah, that will be exciting to get to see everybody. So Peter, before we kick off, can you tell us where you're joining us from and maybe share a little bit more about your background for our listeners? Yeah, sure. So I'm coming to you from Westport, Connecticut, offsite here. And I've spent my career in finance, in banking, mostly in banks, and then for the last 12 years at a small boutique called ESEC Lending. And throughout that time, my first boss was a woman, her boss was a woman. So I've had a lot of interaction and history with trying to be a male ally and having really good interactions and relationships with women in the workplace. And so when I saw this group, Women in Securities Finance, get founded, I was really excited and wanted to support Brooke and everyone at our firm that was getting behind it and have been at a lot of events. And although I've had women bosses, I've had women report to me, I've had peers, I've only over the last year really had more awareness about what I could do more to help and be an ally. That's important. And that's an active thing to help with diversity and inclusion. And so I'm just really excited to be here on this podcast and talk openly about some of my experiences and and have you ask me questions. Most of my podcasts are about securities lending. So it's nice to do something like this. And, you know, I have a daughter who is turning 18 this weekend. So the male ally concept, I hope, is going to be well more developed when she's in the workplace. And I'm also happy to be on with you, Sonia, because we don't even know each other that well, which I think makes this more impactful because there's not that same ease and comfort necessarily that you have with someone you know really well. Anyway, long answer, happy to be here and excited for the conversation. Great, same and happy birthday to your daughter, 18 years old, that's a big one. Oh yeah. So Peter, I'd like to start maybe the topic by mentioning a recent McKenzie study, which I think will play well into our conversation. So the study states that women in particular have been negatively impacted by the COVID-19 crisis. The pandemic has further intensified challenges that some women already face in the workplace. For instance, working mothers are dealing with the challenges of homeschooling, childcare, determining care for their elders during this time. And as a result of these dynamics, we're seeing that some women are contemplating either changing their careers or leaving the workforce. I actually just learned this week of a coworker who made a decision to leave the workforce. And what does this all mean? I think this means that we're at risk of losing women in leadership positions, as well as impacting the pipeline of future women leaders, which potentially could be unwinding years of progress towards gender diversity and equity. 
So I'm going to reference a recent Harvard Business Review article, which is titled Be a Better Ally, which I believe we've posted on our LinkedIn pages. And it highlights the importance of white men and how it's even more significant today as we look to continue to narrow the gender and racial equity gaps. This is true because while we've made some great progress over the last few decades, white men still continue to dominate institutional leadership roles. So Peter, I'd like to start by asking you, what does being an ally mean to you? It's interesting. So one thing that I've felt over the last year or so is that I need to be more proactive about being an ally and being more inclusive and bringing people who don't feel included into conversations, into opportunities and things like that. And one of the areas I think, Sonia, as we talked about this podcast, one area that I never really focused on was in social situations. You know, we all go to conferences. Sometimes we'll see people at the bar after dinners and all the people that I interact with, my network of women at my company, at other firms are all self-confident, gregarious, really interested people. And I always thought, was there a reason I had to be an ally? And what does that really mean? And so I had an experience actually going to a women in securities finance event, supporting that event, because I think the group's excellent. And I found myself at the cocktail reception before the event in a conversation circle with about 10 women. And I was the only male. And the conversation turned to something where I really struggled to identify with. And I looked around and I realized I was the only male and I felt uncomfortable. And I'm a person who's pretty confident, pretty gregarious. And I felt uncomfortable as the only male and not having something to contribute to the conversation. And I actually politely excused myself and went to another conversation. And that experience really taught me a lot. And I shared that with colleagues of mine. I shared it with my wife. I shared it with friends. It made me feel like, well, maybe that's how women feel often in a group, in a social situation that's dominated by men. And that circle can maybe be a lot of men talking about something or not including the woman in the conversation. And so I said, well, that's interesting. Let me ask my women friends about this. And every single one, again, confident, fun, gregarious people, all of them said, I felt that all the time. I felt that so many times. And I found that really interesting. And it all came from my feeling it for the first time in kind of a reverse situation. And so that was a big aha moment for me. And it created a new awareness for me that being an ally in certain situations is about having an awareness and then making a proactive move to include people. This really was about social situations, but I think it really makes me and I hope other men think about this, not just the social situations, but in the office. Whenever someone might be feeling excluded, and in this case, we're talking about women or just to be aware and to be proactive. And so that story really impacted me and it's something I've shared around. And what I find interesting is I actually shared it with another woman from Women's Securities Finance and she said, well, you know what? We should have been more proactive to include you. So we should have not made you feel that way, which I thought brought the whole conversation full circle. Yeah, Peter, and thank you for sharing that. It definitely resonates. I think it will resonate with a lot of us women where at least in recent years or in the last decade, 
we have tried participating in many of the different male-dominated conferences, and you're often the only woman in a certain space or one of a few women. And I think that's why it's so important that Women in Securities Finance kicked off, because I think the purpose was a few women attending some of these events and not knowing their male colleagues or knowing them as well, and really kind of fostering a type of community so that we could all connect and maybe not feel excluded or feel like we're not necessarily connecting with others. But you make a great point, because I think on the other side, while we are bringing many male colleagues into a lot of our events, we need to make them feel comfortable so that obviously we can continue to see many of you participate in our events as well and really just build more connectivity there. Can I ask you a question real quick? So from your perspective as a Latina woman, how would you advise someone like me or other white men on how we can be better allies? Sure. So I was actually going to say, as a Latina woman, I probably have felt that same feeling you felt a little bit more, let's say, right? Because there are fewer Latina women in finance. So I think it's important for all allies or all people to educate themselves and develop relationships with those who are not like you, right? I think that's sometimes really hard to do when we might more naturally drift towards those that are similar to us. But I think a good ally takes the time to listen, read on their own, and get a deeper understanding of the challenges that might affect different groups and tries to advocate for more marginalized groups and seeing how we can be more inclusive and really advance people from various different groups. I would also recommend that we don't generalize experiences from one or two colleagues, right? So my experience as a Latina might be very different from the experience of a black woman or a white woman. So I think people need to recognize that members across different underrepresented groups might not have all the same experiences. Good point. I think those are some things that I would definitely say are important. I'll quickly reference a Harvard Business Review article, which said allies or men allies should own their privilege, right? So that means being able to recognize advantages and opportunities and resources and really power that might automatically be granted to say a white man while others might not have access to those same opportunities today. That could be a little bit difficult because I don't think anyone wants to admit entirely that part of your success might not be because of your own merit but because of your circumstances. But I do think this privilege is something that could be used as a positive and a change if you're advocating for others. So Peter, let me turn it back to you. Can you maybe tell me what you think the differences are between being a mentor and an ally? Being a mentor to me is a little bit more specific, I think, about a person's career and advising them about career-related issues. And being an ally to me is just making sure people feel included. And so I would say that's maybe a little bit of the difference, but you can do both at the same time. Yeah, I think very often we talk about mentors, sponsors, and allies kind of around the same definition that I personally view a mentor as someone you can go to and really get that honest feedback that will give you advice on your career and how to grow it. I think I view an ally more as someone who's willing to be an advocate and speak on my behalf when I'm not in the room, right? Or not just on my behalf, but on the behalf of certain groups, which I think is tough sometimes, right? 
But I think an ally is somebody who's also maybe at the senior levels, not putting diversity and inclusion necessarily just on our diversity teams or HR, but somebody who is really willing to advocate for change and challenge what may be happening in certain businesses. That's a great point. So Sonia, maybe you can give us some examples or some perspective about what JP Morgan is doing in this space and maybe share any experiences you have that are relevant to when you felt like someone was a good ally in your career. I think that would be really helpful. Sure. So in JP Morgan, we have various different business resource groups. One of the largest ones that we have is Women on the Move Interactive Network. And that particular group touches various different regions, lines of business, and also is both internal and external as well. And they've recently introduced a Men as Allies program. I think this kicked off around 2018 globally. And really there, the idea is that employees can join an effort to try to advance and retain and develop women across the firm. We're still working through various different programs, but for instance, for Women's History Month in March, we kicked off several different events, panels with both male and female speakers. And the idea here is to almost promote and support this concept of allyship. We did call it Men as Allies originally, but removed the men piece and now call it allyship because it's not just defined to men, right? Allies can be male, female, and really the importance of these allies is what's going to continue to try to retain women across our firm and advance their careers. So I think having a defined movement or group is something that has been key for us to really help men that want to become involved in this movement participate in that. From a personal perspective, I myself have been fortunate to have had both male and female allies. But if I'm being 100% honest, some of the most impactful sponsorship and advice that I've received has been provided from male mentors or allies. Kind of thinking back, some key examples are sponsors speaking on my behalf for a new opportunity. So a recommendation, hey, you should really give Sonia a shot. You know, I think she would be really good for this role which for me has been helpful in my 22 year career here at JP Morgan, because I've been able to create this mobility from line of business to line of business to completely different roles, really a lot of it on the back of allies who have been willing to say, hey, Sonia's great, give her a shot at this opportunity or really speak on my behalf when I haven't been there. I think some allies have really given me the courage and empowered me to approach situations as my male colleagues may have, which sometimes can be contradictory to my upbringing. And this is not true to everybody, right? I don't want to generalize to all Latinas, but for me, in my upbringing, it was work hard, put your head down, things will be recognized. And for me to hear from a male colleague that say, to ask for what I want or what I'm looking for or what I deserve, I think it's something that's very counterintuitive to my upbringing. So having them encourage me to do that has been helpful in my career. Well, it's great for them to have the awareness and have that discussion with you to get you out of your comfort zone in some of those asks, right? Yeah. And Peter, so you've had both male and female bosses. What do you think are some great characteristics of what a good ally is so that our listeners can keep that in mind as they're working towards being great allies? I think being a great ally is you really need to get to know people you work with. 
get to know their styles, get to know where they need to be encouraged and maybe sometimes pushed, like we were talking about, to get out of the comfort zone a little bit, to understand where their weaknesses are, their strengths are, and have their back in basically all situations and include them when there is a situation that may not be natural inclusion. I agree. Companies recognize that diverse teams drive more innovation and better business outcomes and have therefore been investing more in inclusion and the critical role of allyship. We see this true at JP Morgan, where we continue to invest in diversity, equity, and inclusion. But we feel that this is something that it's a movement based on all of the recent events, Me Too, Black Lives Matter, and really a lot of the heightened awareness around challenges created by COVID that will just continue to shed more light and really bring about why it's so important for us to create this sense of allyship, particularly for women and women of color who also may have different challenges. We hope today's conversation was helpful to both existing and future male allies, as well as many of our women followers who are seeking for ways to connect and be supportive to our allies, male or female. Peter, thank you for joining me today and for being willing to have a candid and real conversation on this topic. Any thoughts to share with our listeners before we wrap up? Thanks, Sonia. And I appreciate you including me in this. And it's a really important topic. And I think my only parting thoughts would just be to engage in conversation for men and women to engage in conversation around this concept of allyship and what we can do better. And I think it's about self-awareness. I think it's about having candid conversations. I think it's about being proactive and understanding when things require some more reach out and some more inclusion. And to really know that you play a part and you can have really a big impact. And that one story I shared earlier brought a lot of self-awareness to me and what I could be doing better. And I hope to be leading by example on this topic because as a parent, you always talk about lead by example. So that's a commitment that I made to myself on this topic. And I hope more conversation will just mean there are more allies out there on this topic. And I, again, appreciate being part of this podcast. Very well said. And thank you again for joining us. Thanks also to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Perspectives by Women in Securities Finance. We're excited to continue to bring you these podcasts as a way to further educate all of the members across the global securities finance community, both in terms of business education and career development. If you have any suggestions for future topics or speakers, please reach out to Women in Securities Finance. And as a last reminder, please visit our Women in Securities Finance website, www.womeninsecuritiesfinance.com and join our public and private LinkedIn groups to stay informed for future events. Thanks again, Peter. Thanks, Sonia.